What? Yeah! Brother, 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 brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a... Doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the WWEGL champion killer, Cooper Prater. All right. I feel like we should address the elephant in the room. Oh, no. (laughs) So, look, I understand uh, being fearful, shall we say. You know, it's a natural emotion to feel. Um, However... uh, Seeing as uh, the co-host who is not here has um, been been quite vocal about doubting the legitimacy of my reign, maybe show up and challenge it. Ooh, and I'm also joined by guest of honor this week, the astonishing, or the amazing, or is it the awesome Alex Houston? It's one of those three. It's You're- literally awesome. We talked about this. <laughs> it's awesome. It was the astonishing Alex Houston, you know, and then he got complimented by a gymnast. So it's uh, awesome now. Look, man, it, ha- it happens in my profession. And my absence, much like women's wrestling on AEW television, was short-lived. So very excited to be back and uh, discuss all things. And try and take these belts, because I'm really trying to take these belts into Duluth, Georgia, and ask CM Punk to sign one of them, and then also <laughs> spit on the belt. But hey, we're going to get there hey, when we get there. I'm just kidding. Can, kidding. can, we, can, can I say it? Holy Sheeta. Indeed. Indeed. New women's world champion in AEW. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I did watch Dynamite 200 last night after getting off work. That was a very fun show. I watched Dynamite 200 on the way here. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys are behind schedule. I watched it live, man. Y'all on, on my TBS app, on my busted Roku TV <laughs> with my roommate who was like, this is weird. But then MJF came on the screen. He was like, that guy's cool. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Oh, Sutton. Sutton watched it with <laughs> so, you. Because um, so, he sent me the TikTok where MJF was like, um, or Renee, with all due respect, shut your mouth. And I, and I was like, Sutton, that's the guy. And he's like, oh. That's funny. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> um, I will say uh, Noah Phillips, notorious Noah Phillips, or the natural, whatever he wants to go by nowadays, <laughs> is not with us today. He is currently not in the burn, Auburn. The, um, who the burn, calls it that? Me. So deal with it. Anyway. You youngins. You youngins. And you're you're two years older than me. Might as well um, be 20, Logan. And it does. Wow, you're old, man. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. He's not with us today. He sent me a sound bite. I did not put it in the array, so no, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But I will edit it in to the podcast for everybody else. So right now, Noah, take it away. August 3rd is a day that will live on in infamy. It is the first time that Noah Phillips will not be appearing on WWEGL. I apologize to our great listeners and Alex and Logan for not being there today. But you, Killer Cooper Prater. I know you're sitting behind your microphone right now smiling because you know the man that tied you twice is not there to predict against you at SummerSlam. But don't you worry about that. My predictions are locked and loaded. And I'll be honest with you, Cooper. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without those titles by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong, and I learned how to get along, and now I'm back from outer space. 
I'm going to walk up in there, see that stupid look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave the key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. So go down, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Then I welcome any more. Weren't you the one that tried to hurt me with goodbyes? You'd think I'd crumble. You'd think I'd lay down and die. Oh, no, not I, Killer Cooper Raider. I'll see you next time on WWEGL. And we're back. Yeah, that was a great words he had to say there, you know. Um, well, SummerSlam is upon us this week, guys. Yeah, kind of crazy how quick that happened. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, I guess I'll be watching it. Oh wait, is it this Saturday or Sunday? It is this Saturday. Saturday. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't watch it with you guys. I'll be uh, I'll be with the family, but I'll watch it there. I also force, can't watch it. I'll force all my family to watch SummerSlam with me. I'm sure they'll I'll... have a grousing time. I could literally watch SummerSlam on a lake. Hey, that'd be, there that'd you be go. Pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Streaming it on my Peacock account. I'm also going to be celebrating a certain friend of Weagle's graduation. So oh, yeah. I'll be unable to be tuning in, but I will be stealing from your Peacock account to watch it on Sunday. <laughs> it's just the way it is, man. Cooper, you think you'll watch the SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer? Me and my cat will be watching live. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um, oh, never mind. Speaking Sorry. of big parties in summer, this weekend, the NXT Great American Bash happened, and none of us watched it. So, literally yep. nobody. With that being said, I watched the intro that Cody did. That was nice. Um, I did see that. That was cool. I also, you know what I did watch this week I found time for? American Nightmare Becoming Cody Rhodes. Oh, the, you, I they, watched out it all. I oh, watched it the okay. day it released, and I had nothing to do, or I, I had work, but I, I was chilling in the morning. I'm like, I need something to fill my time, and I'm like, you know what? I'll watch some revisionist history, <laughs> you know, as we all and this is very controversial because Triple H, they use footage from being the elite with the Young Bucks. Mentioned Matt and Nick, Nick Jackson. Cody did by name. Um, and then after Cody basically said, I don't want you to cut this. You know, the reason I left AEW is not because of money. It's not because of, you know, power or anything. It was just a personal reason. And it was, you know, I had, you know, it was the right time. It doesn't matter why I left. But he's like, I always love AEW or something like that. And then Triple H goes immediately after that. He's like, he, his goal wasn't to be champion in a secondary company. And I was like, he brother, can't he can't help himself. <laughs> you forget, man. He's the number um, one heel in the business, man. He at, is. At, at the end of the day, that man is a generational hater. He is. <laughs> the story wasn't over. The story wasn't the first over. Story brother. Never first Apparently, gotta... Cody hates that. So. <laughs> <laughs> the stories never ends, but the sagas do end. And we were going to have one of the those. The saga end. is going oh, to end. I, I think it's also hilarious, by the way, that Cody like constantly openly and willingly talks about AEW just to reach to that point where he's like, I'm not going to talk about why I left AEW. Like, just say it. Just say it. I don't feel like he has to, though. But, he, but like, Does it matter? He, he asks in interviews, and then he says it during, like, like it's just, like, just say it, man. Just say you left because you were getting booed out of the building and you wanted to change. It's fine. Also, no. wrestling, man. Um, Apparently, known scab this week, Stephen Amell narrated the documentary <laughs> and literally the day after or the day he was narrating i'm watching this and i checked twitter left that day and that's when he was like i don't like strikes guys you know oh my like, gosh so that was fun you learn um, you learn a lot in the span of 24 they hours they showed new japan stuff they <laughs> mentioned that new japan created the american nightmare gimmick mm -hmm. and they showed footage of him and juice so that was nice Fan whenever he fantastic, came fantastic as they should um I don't think they showed. I think they mentioned Impact, but they didn't show it. Any uh, ROH? In there? Uh, they showed the ROH World Title, and he mentioned ROH, but obviously no footage because mm. uh, anything AEW related, there wasn't really the only. Yeah. You did see Kenny and Tony Khan, and like when they were at some kind of, I think probably like a Warner Brothers, um, like 
red carpet or something like that. You saw all the AEW stars for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they talked about the Young Bucks, and they talked about All In. They showed, like, a lot of um, good footage from All In, but, um, like, in, like, the, leading up to the event. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know what uh, the rights, the, like, film rights to All In I don't are like, because it is pre-AEW. I know I they mentioned like... Ray. I don't know if they actually showed footage from Ray's match or not. I don't remember that. They might have kind of blacking out on certain of it, but it was a very good documentary. I mean, it's it's as much revisionist history as you want from WWE. You're going to get that. Like, mm. But I think most of it was pretty good because I think Cody most – I mean, I think he kept it mostly, you know, normal stuff. I mean, the majority of the focus was on, you know, before WWE, his WWE career. They mentioned the independent stuff, and they mentioned him going around. They showed him with the ROH title and, like, a bunch of, like, the independent shows and stuff like that. They showed him in Evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, How and, much did they touch on the fact that, like he- – he was in not a, not a complete and total failure during his first run in the company, but they did run him into the ground and then bury him another ten feet. Oh, under. this is this is the only part I did not like. Um, he basically acted like that the reason Stardust. They, first of all, they they were like, oh, Stardust, you know, it was a terrible gimmick, but Cody made it work, and I'm like, ah, no, it's a bad gimmick. He, I mean, he gave it his all. He gave it his all. Yeah, and it was he, great, yeah, but, he tried, man. Yeah. He tried. Um, he tried, and it was great. It also had Matt Cardona in it. Um, <gasps> he was an interview. Um, One fourth man. But the only thing I wasn't a big fan of is when they were, like, talking about the end of his run. They were basically blaming it on the writers and, like, didn't blame it. If anything, they admirated Triple H because he goes – so basically they had a point where the right where Cody was, like, trying to get out of the gimmick and talking to the writers. And the writers, like, gave him the hand and acted like he was typing. And Cody looked at his computer and his computer was, like, off. Uh. And he's, like – he was ticked off and it was at Triple H. Triple H just goes, you just got to rattle the cages. And then that's when Cody gets released. And then when he comes back, he told Vince, he's like, you know, I came back. You know, I wasn't really happy how I left. I rattled the cages. And I'm like, don't give Triple H anything. You know him and Vince were definitely part of the reason he left. There's no way that man would have broke the throne and did all the stuff he did. Complained about Triple H on the Independence if there wasn't animosity there. There might not be as much now, but, like, don't act like then, you know. Right, yeah. There's absolutely stuff that – was probably boiling under the surface, and I don't know, might still to some degree like bug Cody about you know Hunter or Vince or whatever. But obviously, he's not going to say that now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they shilled out yeah, all this money right to make this big movie about him. The only um thing, the only other critique is I think the documentary would end a lot better if he may have won the title, which is <laughs> right. what they were building to the whole documentary, and then you just watch him lose. <laughs> he's like. I'm still working on my journey. And I'm like, oh my gosh, brother. Because, like, the whole thing is like, they have like shots that they film specifically for the documentary where it's like him in the gear, one of the sleeves of his jacket's cut off. He's like wearing like an undershirt under it. He's like walking through a desert and he's like kicking stuff from his past. So he has the mass of the, um, the dashing thing, uh-huh. the mass from the undashing, the boots from Stardust, uh-huh. a belt. He has like, the, the old WWE championship that Dusty held, and they went in all that in his wrestling background. I thought it was good. I thought, obviously, you know, it's as much revisionist history as you want. You're going to get it in any WWE documentary. As they say, the winners write the history. Um, and to th- in their book, they think they've won. So mm-hmm. I will say, Tony Khan said after this, we're not really secondary. I mean, we're bigger than the UK. <laughs> <laughs> he said in flexing the all-in thing as they're now flexing as the biggest wrestling show in history, which I kind of like. Um, yeah, I saw that that was the tagline on, like, the Wikipedia for it. Yep. And uh, on one hand, like, okay, cool, you know, shoot your shot while you can. <laughs> uh, but also, um, 
A bit presumptuous. <laughs> a bit presumptuous. Um, I am excited for that. I will watch Ilya versus Carmelo, and I will get back to you next week about the Great American Bash. I really have nothing else to say. I can't even think of what happened in NXT. Oh, Gable Stevenson is a, t- a total failure. I they saw. were cheering yeah, Baron yeah. Corbin over that man. Yeah. You know how bad you have to be for the crowd Turn to cheer for Corbin? No, they used to crowd you doesn't like him and is not impressed by him, which is a good thing because of his background. I'll Wait, what is the... Some, we're not going to talk about that on air, heat, brother. brother. Oh, dear. Okay, brother. Uh, we can't talk about that on air. But real quick... Fair enough. In this last little 15 minutes here, I have fallen off the wheel of the G1. Sorry, guys. Um, hey, you and me both. So I will if pick... I, if I, of all people, have fallen off of the New Japan wheel, then you know something's up. I will be back when, uh, when, the fi- when we get into playoffs and finals, and I'll be sure to watch those matches. But here is the updated New Japan standings. In A block, Sonata is 6-0. With 12 points, um, Hikuleo, Shuta Umino, and Kaito Kiyomiya is tied for second at six points. With Hikuleo being ahead of both of them because they beat both of them, I'm pretty certain. Um, Yotsuji and Gabe Kidd both at five, and Rin Narita and Chase Owens at four. In the B block, Okada is five and one, has 10 points. Osprey is four and two, has eight points. Um, Phantasmo, Taichi, and Tangaloa is uh, is three and three, each have six points. And Great Okan, Kenta, and Yoshihashi have four points. The own um, Phantasmo, Taichi, and Tangaloa all have a shot at taking Osprey out because I think um, ELP has Osprey in the final night. So if he beats Osprey and then both Taichi and Tangaloa lose, he gets in. So there's it's still pretty open other than Okada. Um, C Block, Evil, David Finley, and Eddie Kingston are tied at eight points. Tamatonga and Shingo Tagi are t- uh, tied at seven in second place. Hanare and Mikey Nichols are tied at third at fourth place. And at very last is Tomohiro Ishii. With just one and five. Just can't get it done. And finally in D-block, it's a three-way tie first place between Jeff Cobb, Suyu Naito, and Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. being in third because he lost those two matches to those two men. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Hiroki Goto are both at six points. And Coughlin, Yano, and Shane Haste are at four points. And with that being said, G1. Yay. Woo. I think that was a good segment. I think we're going to go to a quick ad break real quick. And we'll be back after these brief messages. Welcome back into WWGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. We're going to go ahead and get this week started with where it started for us. That is last Friday on SmackDown. Smack them down. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, oh no, Ray. Because Ray Mysterio got <laughs> injured. Wow. And the match between him and Santos Escobar was ended with Santos picking up the win. So he'll be facing Theory at... Uh, SummerSlam and hopefully taking that title off him because I just I cannot watch more Austin Theory on my screen, brother. And who was who was the guy who was the WWE guy that's oh where where's the the Dolph Ziggler meme for LA Knight man because uh, I think we all know who should have. Well, been. he's gonna be the Slim Jim Battle Royal winner. All right, <laughs> so get ready. He's gonna become the next Macho Man. He's gonna snap into a Slim Jim. Um, Ooh, other than that, oh, yeah. Let's see. Anyway, I think the women's one of the women's tag team titles got like I think. Belair and Flair like squashed. They did. Devella Green, it's who were the good. women's tag team champions. So that's just great. Remember when people uh, saw Devella and Green win those belts, and they were like, "Finally, some focus nope. on the women's tag division." Nope. 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 Um, Bobby Lashley gifted the Street Profits some new suits. Now is a pretty funny segment. LA Knight killed the Street Profits with the microphone and nope. in the ring. He killed. Wait, no, Hit sorry, Row. not the Street Profits. That's my mistake. Alex, towing the line there. No, brother. no, it's because I didn't watch the show, brother. So I, I got, I got the names mixed up. That's Carl Anderson and Karrion Cross had a match. Machine Gun Baby. I'm just glad to see Carl Anderson on my screen, <laughs> even if he's involved with the Carney Karrion Cross, as we've 
aptly named him on the show. That's a good name, man. As Noah wants him to be like a carnival character or something like that. A magician, was it? Like a carnival barker? Or yeah. Something like that? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I would pay to see that. Absolutely. Um, what else happened? Oh, Jey Uso and Grayson Waller had a good match. Um, that was fun with Jay picking up the win, obviously. Got to give main event Jay his push before they bury him into the yep. sun, man. And Solo and Jay immediate and Solo and Roman immediately attack Jay after the match. Um, and that was SmackDown. Decent show. I mean, it. I would say what what good matches it had on it. I don't know, but LA Knight's promo was cool. Almost not. <laughs> Other than I would say the only good match was. Really, uh, Waller and Grayson. I mean, Waller and Jay. Yeah, I mean, of of the ones that I'm seeing here, that's the only that one I that watched. I would, I would yeah. think. Well, I didn't watch the. They the they show, gave him like 15, so. 20 minutes. So, mm. um, and then we move on to we don't care about the Great American Bash collision. Oh, other than wait, 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 we did get new tag team champions. So we have to mention that the Mafia group, basically Sopranos Light, <laughs> yeah. the family. Uh, Loren- um, Channing Lo- Stax Lorenzo. What a terrible name, by the way. They just call him Stax. And uh, Tony D'Angelo. The guy who was literally in prison like a week ago. Hey. Uh, now- Wait, hey. quite, quite literally? In, in storyline, yeah. He was in prison for like a month. Oh, my gosh. He and Dominic are going to become best friends. I know. Dirty Dom versus the family. They need to They need to get Dom on their side. Hey, Dom, what are you doing with these? Hey, no, they Dom, need to have a promo where they argue about who whose time in jail was harder, and it's just back and forth. Yeah. And Dom's like, do you see this teardrop tattoo? It implies that, you know, obviously it was a very difficult mm-hmm. time in prison, ob- apparently. For all of one day. I heard the Great American Bash was pretty good from the people on Twitter. But, again, Twitter is only 7% of the wrestling fan base, as we found out. The people on what? Oh, no. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're going to get to that because we got to go to AEW Collision. And I want to get to that. So, it's time to collide. Let me get. Let me pull up the AT. If I can pull up the AEW YouTube channel, I can Light look the at these matches. Fuse I got this colliding. Well, we are not lighting the fuse just yet on the 200th episode. You know, lighting the fuse 200 times, brother. Um, it is time for AEW Dynamite. Um, Joe, ah, collision. <laughs> look, we're there. I, you know, I got we haven't it, man. Even, we haven't even mentioned. I cooked you. You know, let's mention that we are going to see AEW in Duluth, Georgia, on August True. 23rd. That was originally just a dynamite and rampage, but now we are getting a double dose of mm. AEW. Maybe more. We might have a feast. I've never been more elite. Uh, <laughs> we have never been more elite. We are so up right now. Um, <laughs> we are going to get to see the elite and CM Punk all in one building. AEW Collision, AEW Dynamite, and I'm a little worried they're going to film Rampage, and I'm a little worried they might film Ring of Honor on Brother, top of it that. Be- it better if not. They, if <laughs> Tony Khan tries to subjugate me through six hours of wrestling, brother, I will have. I'm gonna have to see if he. I I will. He will be the bane of Tony Khan's existence if he put Collision on last. Is Collision <laughs> three hours by the way? Or no, two, two hours. hours. It's They're two both hour two hour shows, right. so that's Ooh, four hours my, already. Oh my god. There's gonna be dark matches guaranteed. Mm. Um, so just I'm, think of it like we're going to a pay per view, like. Right. But it's That's just. Right. But the thing is, they have a pay per view that Sunday, and then another pay per view the next week. Don't get me wrong; it's going to be too much. <laughs> but, but for our personal live experience, I have learned too much of a good thing is just it is awful. And so I'm hoping I'm wrong, and he just we just collide and we light that fuse, and that's all the good, and we got to see the good matches, and Aussie Open is there, and I will cry, and it will be good, but I'm a little worried. And I swear, if we see them going <laughs> to change to the rampage set, 
I am getting in my car and well, driving well, back Well, they won't Auburn. change the Rampage yet. It's the same set of oh. Dynamite. They're just going to put AW Rampage on the if thing. If I the thing see is, the graphic flicker on, yeah. I swear. But what if you see Dynamite, they film Rampage, and they have Collision after that? You going to say see, to Boo Punk? Uh, no, I'm going to leave. Punk well, generates two things, booing heat or go away heat. Brother, There's- you better bring your own car because I am going to see CM Punk. Oh man, I you know my my goal with this show was much like my goal at the GCW show, and that's to see how many fans I can just get to a vitriolic anger at I me. I was gonna get jumped. <laughs> I've never been to a wrestling show with you. I'm kidding, by the way. It, 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 it was it was it was strictly uh, because okay, I loved fantastic. Matt. It was strictly because I genuinely loved Matt Cardona, and, and the people, and the people hated, hated him. Hated Matt like Cardona. I didn't actually beyond anything past that. Cooper got a little worried. The, I, pe- yeah. the people in front of <laughs> no, was, I'm not. I've been to too many sporting events to be that kind of fan in any context because that was strictly because I just love Matt Cardona and I was like genuinely just like we were all so cheering cool. Matt Cardona with the people in front of us were so aggressive. Okay, in that case, I would have been in on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's not, it's never beyond. Like, I, I'm gonna be a bit obnoxious and my MJF is totally awesome because I love MJF. But like, it's it's well not now like, you're gonna be in po- in the popular opinion on that's that. That's true. That's true. The, the the people have caught up to me apparently. But no, I, I all all jokes aside, I just imagine I'm gonna. Voice my opinion of hatred of CM Punk one too many times, just because I don't like the guy. But not 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 any extreme to the just to antagonize. Hopefully the Duluth crowd. hates him too. That'd be awesome. I was about awesome. to say, do we think Duluth is a um, anti-punk? Are they a collider or it's <laughs> the South, so they're probably colliders. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Difficult w- to say. You know what? I will actually cry. I will cry tears if Minoru Suzuki comes out because brother we're not that lucky what we are, are talk, talk speaking of colliding Mizoru Suzuki versus Darby <laughs> Allen on AEW collision with a tear in my eye brother I watched him come out and I was like this is the show for me <laughs> more Suzuki on my television screen please and thank you he's in the U.S. right now why not Tony why not come on use him in Duluth come on D- yeah, Duluth could use a good uh, Minoru Suzuki pop. I'm sure. I'm sure it's got quite. Oh, the crowd. there will be. I will be screaming. My voice will be gone. You won't have me on the podcast for as loud as I'm going to scream. Kase ni nare. But I will say, I the moment that Samoa Joe appears in the entrance <laughs> ramp in Duluth, I might cry. That booty shaking Samoa Joe music starts. Playing. I love Samoa Joe, man. <laughs> He's so funny. But He's so goofy. What do, what do we think of this match? I thought this match was awesome. This is great. Um, Darby, like, like mortal, like, oh, my gosh, I got to wrestle this guy. Yeah, yeah, Darby sold, sold it well. Sold it perfectly. Um, he's he's just the most terrifying human being. <laughs> and I love that everybody plays into it. That No, yes, this 60-year-old will absolutely thrash this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, watching it live is a great surprise. Uh, I know Suzuki... Um, his schedule is a little looser than other New Japan wrestlers. Oh yeah, he uh, is allowed a lot more freedom with what he does, and he he goes to the, on these big American tours pretty often. Um, so yeah, I mean, who knows? Hopefully, they they just keep him like on speed dial <laughs> whenever yes. they need a big pop for somebody. Um, then we got to Gravity. Stay the heck away from me. <laughs> Wait, did you skip the ladder match? You no. did. Oh, I did. I'm getting to that. Okay. I'm just looking at oh. YouTube. I'm, I'm looking oh, at like the it. recap in order. It, so it, I was, we I was did. Very I know good. we started with the ladder match, and I saw it. Like I watched the ladder match, but somehow I skipped it. Let's go to the ladder match. It looked pretty cool. It was awesome. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. They did the sunset flip spot again. I thought Adrani might have destroyed his leg. He pushed Julia Hart off the ladder. There was there was everyone's favorite handcuffs like. Speaking of which, Andrade uh, pulling out the diesel gear yes. out here. Pulling out the, 
the uh, the overalls. What was that? That's the that's a diesel sound. Yeah, you know the the start of Diesel's entrance. With the, <laughs> I just wasn't familiar with it being that high pitch. As a <laughs> well, that's what people mock it. Oh, there I, was yeah. someone who mocked it who did that. I, I don't, don't like Kevin Nash, but I don't know. Big Daddy anyway. sexy. You don't like Kevin Nash? Come on now, brother. <laughs> Wolfpack, that, baby. You don't like trucks. <laughs> you don't like trucks. You don't <laughs> no, like man. tall men with <laughs> luscious hair. Tall men with totally original gimmicks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the match that was really cool. Oh, is yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, so many ladder bridges. Yes. So, so many ladder bridges getting destroyed. I love when destroyed. those happen. <laughs> those are great. Um, uh, the uh, Also, uh, I think a very good use of your uh, Julia Hart. In yes. One. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, that bump was gnarly. I also love that the House of Black were banned from ringside, but Julia Hart has a manager's license, so that's why she was there, which is very nice. That's such. good wrestling, man. Um, now actually getting to Gravity versus Samoa Joe is awesome. I love Samoa Joe. And I am I I'm, I'm liking this Gravity guy. I can't wait for him and Bandito to team up the brothers team yeah. or wrestle, which would both be awesome. More Luchadors on my screen, please, and thank you. On screen, not screen. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to the Luchadors on Wednesday. Oh my goodness, the matching gear. I okay. I gotta. I can't. I can't stop myself. Good Lucha things. Good Lucha things. Was it the CM Punk segment or was it Bull Club Gold after that? On the on the YouTube, YouTube it's order, CM Punk. It's CM Punk. So you want to just? We'll I'll go, say that that's what it is. CM Punk comes out, talks about the bag, talks about the losses, pulls out the AEW World Championship, and he has officially made it the Twitter belt. Um, he put a big old X in front of it <laughs> for the Twitter belt. That is what I'm calling it. I do not care if the title is the Real World's Championship. It is the Twitter belt because he put the X on it, which makes perfect sense because that would put Twitter in a frenzy. You know, the, I I cannot believe. Also, the X, everyone's going to look into that because he put over the E, which, like, you can't put it in any other spot, but, you know. But that is, that's also why he did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> let's not, You're acting like, let's brother, not he would have put something over the E either way, you know? Yeah. Taking um, the elite out of all elite wrestling. Yeah. On the, the week that they re-signed right, for yes. multiple years. Yes. Um, They're not going anywhere. Yeah, um, let's go, baby. Give me more backstage tension. I I feed. <laughs> then Ricky came out, and we're gonna get Noah Wood. Huge pop from Noah Phillips says we are getting a match between Ricky and Punk next week for the real world championship with the X on it, and a guest referee, so Punk won't be cheated. Mm. And it is none other than Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which is a nice callback to his Ring of Honor days. As, yeah, that was fantastic. As Punk's dealt with that, and Noah Phillips had a huge pop. I saw him text Ricky Steamboat, and the group <laughs> I love Ricky chat. Steamboat. So he was great. He, he could probably, probably still go. go. Yeah. He probably I, I hope they do a ref spot and then he skins the cat. That's all I'm saying. Somebody throws him out of the ring <laughs> and he comes back in. That's it was a great. It was a I'd good. Se- it. It's a really good segment. I was mm. very entertained. Was this the segment where uh, Ricky? Um, Came out at first and then yes. did his re-entrance. He, he, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. And he said, hold on now. We're going to do this right now. Hit my music. Said, Act like he didn't see me. Yeah, pretend you didn't see me. And then he runs back and they hit his music. And Nigel McGuinness popped so hard it's for Ricky it. It's Ricky Starks. <laughs> that was awesome. He's the future of the company. He is. I don't care what anybody says. Um, with that being said, it's it's about time for another ad break. So Or PSA break. We're going to go to these brief messages. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to WWGL. We were colliding before the break, and so we're going to continue to do that right now. We had Bullet Club Gold against Vikingo, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin. 
um, once again, get well soon, Dante, in a trios match. And that Bullet Club Gold team consists of the Guns, the Top Shelf Guns, the Gunslingers, and Rock Hard, Deuce Robinson. Best trios of all time. <laughs> Give them the care. gold. Give them the gold. You should just do that. No reason not to. Um, and they did, even though Jay White was not there, he was there under the ring, <laughs> hiding the whole time. The cardboard cutout came out with the perfect pose, too. Yes. They could still do the guns up pose with the cardboard cutout. That was awesome. I love this match. It was a lot of fun. Put Bullet Club Gold on my TV screen every week. Everyone has came around to the guns, and it's awesome. They have the coolest entrance in wrestling, man. They do, and they added Juice. Just wait till they add Jay. Yeah. They should do that entrance, but then just do it with um, either do it with Miniman again with all of them, which they, would be hilarious, or you should do it with Jay's theme. I love when they, like, spit the water like they're shooting guns. That's always so funny, And then, and then Juice like, <laughs> in the background. It is a great entrance, and it, it really has brought them over. People who hate them are like, they can't deny it's a great entrance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's funny as somebody who has um, not minded the guns for quite a while when people were, like, vehemently against them. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing, uh, one, seeing them kind of find their own groove mm-hmm. as a team because, admittedly, they were a little shaky. At first. Oh, yeah, they were. Um, and even, like, you know, I liked their, their tag title reign fine, but, you know, it, they were admittedly not of, like, the same – Uh, caliber of of the tag team that we had seen before with the belts um but i think now like if you put them on them like nobody would bat an eye no yeah um i i don't think i think it's a little too soon to take it i think it'd be weird that you know guns get them the net beat they beat by ftr and then they beat ftr oh yeah i I, Um, i'm not advocating that they because noah uh, we i was talking and we'll get to that later um, about the tag team match, but um, Noah's like, well, why don't you put on the guns? I'm like, I just think it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not like that they won't deserve it, but like, I just thought, I feel like FTR is it's leading to something. I don't know what it is because, you know, the teams I thought it might have been leading to the last two times, it has not led to. So, um, I, have a, I have a funny little theory well, about that. We'll get to that after we talk about Kira Hogan versus Mercedes Martinez. Mm. I cannot say Mercedes Martinez's name or. or I can't say her nickname if you get one. If you get oh, one yeah. On air. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But that was a fun match. Good women's match. And I'm very excited for her versus Stat next week. Uh, Martinez, that is. Yeah. I'm glad to see her on my screen again because she is gonna be fantastic. a fantastic wrestler, fantastic veteran in the ring for the women's division. And we haven't seen her a lot since she lost the title to Willow. I mean, I think a couple things. Uh, about, Athena? Uh, Athena. <sighs> yeah, yeah. There were always – all these names, man. Right. Too many. Um, but yeah, she she was a, a really good um, talent. Uh, I first um, uh, watched her stuff at, uh, during the May Young Classic in, yeah. in WWE, and put on just some absolute like classics in there. Um, but uh, yeah, her ROH stuff is really really great. She's been great um, on the independents before that for years. She's yes, been like a pillar. Yeah, um, I I think was like. A staple of the uh, the shimmer. Shimmer, promotion. yeah. That's a, okay, I'll make sure I was right about that. I didn't want to say that yeah. be wrong. Um, but uh, no, yeah. I mean, any any chance to see her on uh, national TV is a good one. I think they uh, they kind of squandered her uh, in the Fed. For yeah, that for time. sure. Um, the Fed does squander a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I, I think uh, this particular match too. Also with you know Statlander, who is a, a great partner for, for oh, yeah. her style. Uh, I think it's going to work really well. Um, also, Kira Hogan, shout out. She is re- like I remember seeing her in Impact and starting like that. She's always been pretty good, but she's improved 
improved immensely in the ring, and I think she'll be eventually be a big player in the years down the line. I do, um, um, I do like Kira Hogan uh, quite a lot. I, I wish that they had um, done a little bit more follow through on like her um, fallout with Jade, um, yeah, during that time. But I don't have a time machine, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jade, she seems to got up and fly away from the summer at least, at minimum. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, get your money and uh, you know, uh, proceed to enjoy it. Yeah, so I'm, I don't falter one bit. Also, I do want to mention Creative Pro Wrestling has created a women's title now. And if you don't know, Creative Pro is the same um, wrestling – wrestling – what is it? What am I looking for? It's training – School. School, that's what I'm looking for. Wrestling school that created MJF, Max Caster, and one Chris Statlander. And they have made their women's world championship with Statlander on it. So I thought that was a, oh, a nice right. touch. She was the first woman to graduate from the Creative Pro Wrestling Academy, which is made by Pat Buck and Ryan Myers, mm. a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins. Alex, if you don't know who that is. I you do know, know who that is. You do know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why – you know, he, he trained MJF. He, he's the one who basically got MJF. Really? Yep. Him wow. and one of the guys from the acclaimed and Statlander and somebody else. I, I'm probably forgetting. Look, they did a pretty good person. job. Oh yeah, pretty pretty good. Um, even MJF keep, goes back there sometimes. He wrestled a match for the AEW's World Championship there. Mm. He did one independent. Yeah, he talks he talks a lot about that. He loves Creative Pro. Yeah. yeah, and I think Pat Buck is a producer for AEW right now. Yes, yes. So. Um, finally, we get to the main event: Better Than You, Bay Bay versus FTR. Who, baby? This was a fun one. This is the hottest angle oh. in all of professional wrestling at the moment. Bloodline who? I can't. Bloodline I who? cannot be bothered with the Bloodline stuff anymore. This is, it's so hot and it's, it, I've, I am so invested. It's like unnatural. MJF uh, particular after the, the slump that AEW was on kind of in terms of storylines for a little bit. Mm-hmm. To have something that's this, that is like this much of a cornerstone of your product that is basically all storyline. Oh, it's it's so good. I wanted him to win the tag team title so bad. I was watching this at work, um, and I'm like watching the match. And I'm like, this is a really good match. I'm like, I was also a little behind, and so I ended up finishing it, getting to the end, and I was like, I looked away and I look back, and I saw MJF holding the title and Cole standing like that. I'm like, are they really gonna do the turn? Mm. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then fi- when he threw that title, I've never been more elated. Um, my, <laughs> my, to show you how deeply invested I am about this, uh, so when I, I saw the finish, um, I texted in the group chat, uh, something that I cannot say on air. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read it back uh, in my head, not out in loud. In your head. Yeah. yeah. Do not read it out loud. Um, don't worry, don't in short, worry, I was worry. very angry. Um, I want him to win. So initially I did like though that, that Dax had grabbed the tights from what it looked like to me. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a creative way to get around it, mm-hmm. where um, it made the fans not angry at FTR um, for doing it, uh, more just kind of like sad that that it happened. That, um, yeah. uh, Cole and MJF didn't get it. Um, but so after the initial pin is when I sent out this very angry message in the group chat that I did. Um, <laughs> uh, but then not even like a minute after <laughs> I sent back immediately. Okay. This is pretty cool. Actually. I this guess, is, this I is pretty cool. This. Yeah. I, I, like I, I understand why they did it. 
if I've it found gets that text. moment. Yeah. I mean, hey, it was pretty good. You know, storytelling, good match. What's not to like, man? I admit, the MJF and Adam Cole stuff is probably one of the only reasons I've been tuning back in on a week-to-week basis for at least Dynamite. We're working up to getting Collision. I'll get there eventually, guys. Um, but... You got Clyde with Punk, brother? You're a big punker. You're a big punk fan. That's Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, undeniably. Well, um, speaking of something that you're somewhat of a fan of, Monday Night Raw. This was a... I didn't like the show. <laughs> I feel like WWE kind of laid an egg on... Well, I guess SmackDown wasn't the go-home show because this upcoming Friday is the go-home show. But Monday's... Go- I mean, it just like... Like, it didn't feel like the go-home show. Like, Riddle faces one of Imperium... Sort of. I mean, I get that, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It just felt like I was missing, like, that particular oomph. And then I was watching it with Sutton. I was like, it's important to note, Sutton. In all the wrestling shows we have to watch this week for this uh, this year podcast, this is probably the worst part. Mm. Well, on a, on a general... I, you don't have to watch. You can watch no, the I mean, I'm just brother. saying, like, of, of all that we're watching, like, I'm, I'm telling him, like, I'm watching this, like, because it's the worst part. Can we have Sutton come on the podcast next week? He is coming to pick up his key, or my key, because I forgot that I took it, and there's only one key to my apartment, so I'm going to have to run out here in, like, five seconds to go <laughs> get it. And I'll be back. I'll be maybe, back. Maybe he should come on and talk about his experience. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, his experience was, like, being on TikTok, and they're like, Sutton, watch this. He's like, oh, back to TikTok, and then, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, I don't know. Raw was okay. I missed the opener. I think I don't remember. Logan what it was. Paul and uh, Ricochet, and they had a little speaking segment, and right. Paul healed it up with uh, Ricochet's fiance Samantha Irvin, the ring announcer, and mm. um, Ricochet started jumping them, and yeah. then it eventually got hit with the left hand of doom. I guess is what we call. I hate that move. Logan Paul's just punched to the face mm. he was a boxer because he has the the metal hand. Apparently, um, he's literally RoboCop. Um, I don't. Wasn't he also like of the two of those guys like not better box like wasn't he like actually like he fought floyd though. bad so like he yeah. did, he did fight floyd mayweather i don't know so he but i don't know the, if he's won but jake he is won a fight jake is an actual like in terms of between the Decent two of box. them yeah i know a, one a of them actual i just know that one of them is still doing it and logan is not yeah so, well yeah. no logan still is he's doing one fight it's they're gonna do in a prime card with him and ksi and he's gonna fight again incredible it's just crazy because he's boxing and he's a wwe contract superstar but that hey man he can do what he wants i don't know i don't totally buy this entire feud and it kind of feels like a it'll bit be of a, a banger dud. match no i mean it will but like you know logan paul is not gonna drop drop an l to ricochet like because wwe treats ricochet like he's yeah. nobody which again i like ricochet i really do i've always liked him i always i like him when he's nxt i liked him when he debuted but like it's just it's a very nothing match in terms of what you do for SummerSlam, this match would kill on like a secondary pay per view. Like put it on a, on put it in Hell in a Cell, and that pay per view put it in I don't payback. Know, yeah, you're doing payback. Yeah, think put it in one of those random ones. Awesome, cool. Probably steals the show match. Doesn't matter because it's payback. Like it doesn't matter. It's, but it's SummerSlam exists. I think purely just to build up. Logan Paul stats. Yeah, especially because yeah. like Logan Paul hasn't got a win in a while. Yeah. That, oh, that's true. I don't know. I just feel like there was somebody they could have put on, like that they could have done something with. I don't know. Just somebody where it's like maybe you know, like maybe like you know, obviously going with Seth, maybe he'll lose to Seth, right? And then like maybe he'll lose to, I don't know. The mid card scene's not great other than the guys with the belts, but mm. you know, I don't know. Again, gonna be a good match though because it is Ricochet and it's Logan Paul and they're both very talented. Hit Parade. They had Riddle versus Liberty Kaiser, and Riddle lost. And Liberty Kaiser hit Sonata's skull in. Yes, yes, <laughs> and he did. that was crazy. Uh-huh. 
Fantastic. That's his finisher? All right, I'm behind Little Kaiser. Give him the title. Get him beat, <laughs> let him beat Gunther. So um, <laughs> is, it, is Riddle on the SummerSlam card? No. Probably in the Battle Royal. He'll be in the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Okay, because Gunther is on the SummerSlam card. They're just finishing off this Imperium feud. I don't think – I think the Riddle stock has gone exponentially down. So Who that's probably why. Gunther facing – Drew McIntyre. That's right. I, and I guess Drew's just not – Drew's like, look, if I'm coming back, guys, I'm working this amount of days. Yeah. It's not anything before SummerSlam. <laughs> they they uh, pulled out all the stops to keep him from going to AEW. I'm half convinced yeah. Drew came out in Money in the Bank, traveled to Raw one time, and then he's just still been in the he UK for a while. He the Raw last couple weeks. It's, I, don't I think know, the man. only week he hasn't been on. They probably AI put him in there. I don't know. Then they had Maxine Dupree versus Valhalla. Awesome. Where she hit Manami Toyotas. The. I just had it pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, never mind. I, I I know it. It's the Japanese Ocean Cyclone Suplex. Ocean Cyclone Suplex. And I was like, what? Big the? fan of that name. It was awesome. Uh, fun women's match. And Maxine Dupree got one in the win column. We're out of here. She's getting close for AEW's win total. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Getting, she's rhyming up the ranks. This was AEW. Um, with that being said, I think with Alice leaving, we're about time for another ad break or a PSA break. And we're going to go to it. What do you think, Cooper? Fine by me. Fine by me. Welcome back to WWG on Week 191.1 FM. Alex is currently out of the room, but me and Cooper are here, and we are ta- we are here to talk about Monday Night Raw. We're one man down. One man. Somebody's got to man the ship. This is what happens when Raw gets talked about. We just have people leave. Oh, speak of the devil. And oh, hey, are they going to give a little sympathy for the devil? There is that go. what like MJF said? Here you go. He's back, Alex. What What did y'all say? I said speak of the devil. Oh, and then. I said, are we well, yeah, but like, but like, were you in fact speaking of me, or was it? Just we like were, we were actually. Oh, we in said, what context? I said he horrible. Said, Alex has left just the room, but tarnishing he's your reputation. I'm sure. Slander. We said that you left the room, and I said this is what happened when Raw gets talked about. People leave. That's um, exactly right. <laughs> Other than hey, Maxine Vahal was awesome. That was and awesome. I was like, son, I look the, at her, man. I think man. the Rhea um, Raquel thing was good. Too bad they're probably not doing the match at SummerSlam, are they? Uh, it's not announced on the card. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, they're also not doing Becky, um, Trish, but I think that's because of the injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're doing that two weeks in Calgary. Um, Which, we ha- oh man, what a missed opportunity! That that would have been so like just white hot for for that crowd. I'm sure. Wait, but they are doing it in Calgary, so it will be. I know, but I mean, for oh, um, in, in, in SummerSlam in general. Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. sense because they've been building that. That's a few that's actually been building pretty good, but I think. Because of injuries, they had to push it back. We had the judge. Surprised it didn't delay and like we had our Becky face uh, her. Stri- but they already Starks. did that. Oh yeah, I they guess did they that did. on Raw like two weeks right, ago. Right. Okay. Yeah. For her to face, you know, all, right. all these matches have been via Zoe Stark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha, you. Um, gotcha. We also had the like 500th Judgment Day Town Hall, and they're all good. They're yeah, all good. Who cares, uh, yeah. man? Awesome. Uh, keep keep doing it. <laughs> I love great. I love how people you like, put the purple lighting on the crowd, brother. You get them out I did, there. I didn't notice this until just uh, this most recent one. Really? But they're um, uh, with the the lighting. Uh, their silhouettes are in uh, like are in white. Yeah. Almost. Oh, it's, it's I didn't know that. Really inter- it's watch a, that next it's time. a very interesting look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will look for that next time. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if if they were four dudes that weren't good on the microphone and weren't good characters, then yeah, it'd be bad. But they are four people that are very good on the microphone and very good characters, and it's awesome because you can have. I mean, what segment are you watching in wrestling in any context where you're having the crowd chant one wrestler's nickname in this group, and then the moment she passes the microphone over to her better half, in a sense, in, in quotes, obviously, um, Boo! the entire arena just 
blows a gasket. Like it, it's good. It's awesome. It's unique. And put them on the screen until I get bored. And I haven't gotten bored yet. So it's just very funny. As every single week, I like I look at this. You know how I do this. I want a little peek behind the curtain. You know, I watch these shows, but I'll pull up the YouTube so I can remember what happened. And it's like the same picture of the Judgment Day every single line. week in go. the line. It's like yeah. not that it's bad or anything. It's just like it's extremely funny. It's like Judgment Day Town Hall happened. <laughs> I mean, you could probably count how many times I said that on the podcast. If you had a drinking game to that, you would be belligerently drunk right now. I'll say that. <laughs> and every single time they look like a million bucks. Hip they hip do. Um, Brock and Cody had another beatdown segment. Woo. Wait, wait. Oh, do we miss the promo part? No. Oh, we didn't miss it. We just haven't talked about it. You want to talk about it? Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. That was because you know we're watching the open. I'm like, ooh, they because they said Ke- Kevin Patrick said Brock and Cody are in the building, and that's next. And then they ran the most overdramatic promo I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you know what song they used? Um, I can't remember it. See, I thought the promo was actually gonna be good. The way you were texting me, I didn't realize you were using sarcasm <laughs> in the text message. I'm like, oh, I was actually excited to watch this promo, and I'm like, this is terrible. I loved it because it was, was so like, it was so goofy. It was but so like, cheesy. The problem they were with like it, 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 they can't, they put like Roman numerals and they would show the first match and be like Roman numeral two, and then the <laughs> second one, and they're like how like Brock is like brutalizing Cody or something. He's like, I won't back down. They were using some like. It wasn't even like a hype song, which like if they would have used like an actual good song, this might have actually been a decent. It was like sad boy music. Package. It was like sad boy. <laughs> like I'm supposed to cry for Cody for getting oh, beat up by man. Brock. I'm like brother, this is wrestling. Like people get beat up all the time. I I thought what what bothered me the most about it in like a genuine critical sense, on top of the fact that it was just funny, which it was. Um, like the fact that they dare to put the words "finish the saga" on my screen after all that "finish the story" <laughs> nonsense. You know Triple H in the back just cackling up a corner. Like, well, you know Cody's corner. documentary has to end with him beating Brock. That's what the story right. was heading to. Clearly. I also think <laughs> it was such a bad choice because think about, you know, WWE ran that a few weeks ago on, on X. Um, That sounds so stupid. We're not anyway, calling it that. I, yeah, I, you don't have to. I, I like, wanted to <laughs> once just because, like, I, I've talked it out of my head and thought saying the words, this happened on X, sounds so stupid. Now, I've said it, and it sounds so stupid. Um, like think about the greatest promos of all time in wrestling. WWE uh, like did like a hey guys, what's the best one ever? You think about it, whether it's Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, one or two, doesn't really matter. Uh, obviously the My Way, Austin. Okay, you talking about packages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I always call them way. promos. Yeah, it's My Way, or it's one. or it's like you think you're special. It's, okay, it's I mean yeah, it's, I mean look, let's brother, I could do a whole episode on the. I want to cut you. I'm sorry, but I could do a whole episode on the My Way package. That thing lives in my head. You say My Way, and I'm like, yeah, this time I can't help it, man. You can't say that word around me, Alex. The, thank you. The best promo of all, or pro, sorry, package of all time is Daniel Bryan's Monster Package. Anyway, but and, factually correct and, and the and, objectively good take, but. It's here's, my way, brother. Here's the important question I'm going to ask my two uh, my two friends here in the studio and all you listening at home is that what did all of those um, all of those packages have in common? Along with great music, duh. I mean, you had running up that hill by whoever it was. Awesome, cool. Wait, Kate Bush, who was it? Yeah, they did use running up that hill. And I forgot about that. Awesome. <laughs> but aside from that, each of those packages. Helped you know what was happening and what everyone's motivations are. You have Austin saying, it's simple. You have the title, and I won it. 
Perfect. Awesome. I gotta beat you, Rock. You've got Daniel Bryan getting bigger and bigger and shaking his arms, and the crowd gets louder, and it's like, okay, we know what's happening there. Triple H, yeah, you got all that. Yep, awesome, awesome. And they, yeah, they did like the fade where they had Stephanie like say B B plus, like said it twice. Mm. Thumbs up, cool. Weird editing. Who cares? You know what's happening, right? This promo. I don't know why Brock Lesnar doesn't like Cody Rhodes. I don't actually have any idea. Other than him just being. Which well, that's I mean, Brock, brother. I Brock's motives are unknown to every single mortal man. Why he does what he does, which I kind of I'm fine with that because I think Brock just does what Brock wants. Especially like if Brock doesn't have a title anymore, he cannot. He can physically not challenge for the uh, the undisputed title. I don't think he really cares about Rollins. It's like, what does Brock do at this point? I'm fine with it. I think it's stupid. I'd rather have him have a motive. But like, if anybody's not gonna have a motive and it doesn't matter. It's going to be Brock Lesnar, brother. No, that's fine. Sure. And especially after the first match, that's fine. Like, that was okay, whatever. You can, like, tell the story. But, like, when it's a five and a half minute package with the finish, the saga, blah, 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 blah. And And when it's the the rubber match in their series. Yeah. And and the big villain's motivation is, ah, just like, what am I watching? And it was, it's like, all those promos were so great and so long and so dramatic because they were depicting such stories of that magnitude. And I'm watching this, and I'm just like, "What are you? Are you trying to sell me something that's not real? <laughs> like, what? What, what is well, this? I, I, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, 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 I hate to break it to you. They, in fact, are trying to sell you. Something Alex, that's you not got real. to the point you wanted to get to. My words betray me in in this in this <laughs> space, and that is one of those times. Anyway, go on. I Hold just on. want to. I just want. To I got one more package. It's also great that you mentioned the Beast versus the Best. Oh, the man. Beast. Yeah. Versus the what song did they use? Wait, right? I'm wait, go was back that was that the Punk same Punk versus one? Brock? Yeah, yeah, see, that was great. That was great. See, um, and it's simple. Also, the this is this is gonna blow your mind. You know, SmackDown was pre-taped, but like they did the segment for the My Way package where they clang the beers together, and then yeah. literally later on the show of that SmackDown, they had the My Way package like the same night. Those editors working overtime. Well, it was, it was pre-taped, but you know, still, like they had, they were like, "This is some good stuff. We're using this yeah. already." Because it's, it. I mean, it's, it's an all-time great. But I mean, like, package. imagine you're watching SmackDown at the time. You see that segment, you're like, "That's a great segment." And then ten minutes later, it's already in a package. Right. I'm trying to think of what I can't think of. It. One. But that, I mean, yeah, exactly. More I just, fight. I thought it was a little ridiculous, and it's, it's uh, doing a disservice to the whole finish the story nonsense because there is no story here. There isn't. It's, it I, literally has nothing. Sorry, I you but. talked about my way and my mind. I, I could care less about Brock and Cody right now. I just want <laughs> to refilm that package with Cooper and Noah right now <laughs> and have Noah be awesome. I need to beat you, Cooper. I need to beat you more than anything you ever know. At one point in that package, Noah would, in fact, call him Copper. Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. Of killer Copper Prater. No, when I was reading through the text, I was like, wait a minute. We forgot this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you almost got away, Cooper. I will say, if you are an avid WWG listener and you watch when the shows get dropped, um, Cooper's name was misspelled last week. Yep. by one. He strikes again. This is... This is the respect. Killer Copper Prater champion kind of kind of rolls off the tongue though. You gotta admit. What kind of rinky dink promotion Killer are Copper? you running here? Where you I'll tell you promotion, brother. This is a podcast. I will tell you this, Cooper. If if uh, a family member of the great Alexander Shannara is not immune to Noah butchering his name, then nobody is. Okay, oh, let's get back to Raw. <laughs> Gable, I hope Noah's listening. I, I'm in good company then. Oh, he <laughs> is. He texted me an angry message about me not putting his words in. Don't worry, he'll be in the podcast, Noah. Anyway, um, 
Gable Gunther? Guys? Gable Gunther. Guys? Gable Is there Gunther. anything more to say? That match was awesome. Give me more. Please just run it back at payback. Why don't we? Gable needs to take the belt off. Yes. It's a shame that Gable is not on SmackDown because he could run with that U.S. championship till the end of time. Um, And the only reason it's not – I mean, honestly, he should probably take it off of Gunther because – Yeah, because Drew's going to lose here. Got, like, I think one more month. Yeah, and have Drew pivot to the main event scene just because that's – it doesn't matter. It's wrestling. Who cares? Yep. Um, and then we had the Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler sit down, and that was phenomenal. Honestly, I think the best build on this whole card is the Ronda Shayna feud. That promo they ran earlier in the night that I also saw before I stopped watching was also pretty like it was comically ridiculous, but it was great because Shayna was yeah. talking about like the olden days. Bro, when she said, when she said, um, I love that kid. Her is her Ronda's daughter. He's like, that's my godchild, and the fact that she is never going to like me ever again after what I do to her mother <laughs> that hurts me and she walked off I said that is the coldest line <laughs> I butchered it but that you get the extent that was ice cold that package was awesome Rhonda being Rhonda Shane to be Shane you still don't know who's the healer in the face who are you and what have you done with Logan Hurston <laughs> I, re- I remember me not yelling. too long ago what did, like, we had a segment on this podcast where you spent quite a while ranting and raving about how much you that you had a dream in which you hated Ronda Rousey, and now to see you come you around know what? so hard because they put Shayna Baszler in a feud with her. Give her an actual good opponent that she Spades, wants to man. work yeah. with. She wants to work with Shayna, and I'm telling you, I will be if they come on this podcast and they do an absolute. If I if I come on this podcast well, that's a next big week, if. if I come on this podcast next week. And they drop an absolute stinker of a match on SummerSlam. <laughs> I will never say a good thing about Ronda Rousey's WWE career ever again. But I am confident that they're going to pull out at least a good, if not a banger match. Because they like each other and they're going to work hard, brother. I will say. They're going to um, be stiff. It's probably not going to be that great just because Ronda's not that great in the ring. But I think they need to let them bleed into some. Or lead into. Lean into. Sorry. Messed that up a billion times. Um, Some extreme They're aspects. doing an MMA rules match. Oh, which means the weapons are illegal, brother. Oh, yeah, well. you see, do you see Conor McGregor grab a steel well, they got chair, a, they got brother? A cage, brother. But, but if the cage, Conor McGregor, on did one jump- hand, it does mean that weapons are illegal, but it also does mean that they will probably bleed at some point. Yes, mm. good mm. for for the good. culture, everybody. Come around. Yeah. yeah. What is cool? Yeah, because because Shayna didn't bleed last week, the week before, the week. But if before. she did, it would have been cool. Speaking of blood, we are bleeding time here. Looks like we're going to go to a quick second of station identification and then an ad break, and we will be back. Welcome back. We got one more match we got to talk about on Monday Night Raw. That was the main event between Sami Zayn and Seth freaking freaking Rollins versus The Judgment Day. Nobody is safe from Logan butchering the name to oblivion. Um, it Brother... I have to talk so much that my mouth just it just flaps too much and I just can't enunciate my words. Who was the re- what wrestler would always tell people they were flapping their gums? Was that Austin the Rock? Uh, probably both. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I don't know why. You're flapping your gums. It seems like a very '90s insult. You said it, and I was like, wait what? a minute. It like unlocked a core memory for me. I was like, wait a minute. When did I watch this on YouTube? Anyway, um, I didn't see the match, but I'm sure it was good because people involved are pretty good, right? Yeah, it was fun. There you go. It was fine. 
Um, I just thought it was a week go home show for like for SummerSlam. Oh, it was. Um, we thought it was a good show until we realized it's the go home show for SummerSlam, and then we're like, ah. Like it definitely missed something. I will say, man. Um, I think there's a lot of things to like come after SummerSlam. Like there's a lot of things I'm intrigued about after the pay per view. But like in terms of leading me into it, I didn't think they did a a very good job of that mm-hmm. personally. But you know, it's raw. What can you expect? As long as it's not dreadful. I mean, hip hip hooray. And then we get on <gasps> to light the fuse, break the rules for the 200th time. It is time for AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. We started off, as we started off many a Dynamite, with Judas, mm. Chris Jericho, and Konosuke Takeshita coming out to face Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Can we appreciate real quick? The OG tunnels. Yes. yes. I liked that. Ooh. The heel and the face tunnels are back, brother. It's 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 so fa- – they're not going to keep it. And the, OG, and the OG intro – the new version of the OG intro with all the, the – what's it called? The, like, powder explosions yes. and all that? And I think – I hope they do this for every 100th episode. They just go back to it. Yeah, yeah. I was nice. kind of surprised they didn't go to dailies. I thought they would have gone to dailies. Yeah. I mean, because I, I know that they they have it on the schedule clearly. Yeah. Um, but I yeah I don't know what the um reasoning was for why they couldn't get Wh- it for this one. Why wouldn't they keep the the those sort of things are so cool. It gives us such a unique look that I don't think the current setup has. I I think that the they think that like having the big LED screens maybe makes them look more big time or something okay. i don't know yeah i don't know I, it's i it, i don't i still like the new stage more than i like raw but when will not... big wrestling learn that we just like creativity like mm. we don't care about if it's a big led screen or a small led screen like we just like it looking cool yeah like even yeah. the bad pay-per-views i'll go back and watch the sets i mean like when we watched that back the backlash when hogan and uh uh, Triple H fought. They had like swinging pendulums in the yeah. background. That was crazy. One of the all-time great stages. Sure, it's a bad pay-per-view, but that stage was pretty cool, pretty cool man. If you have to, you know, do an Indiana Jones-style, you know, obstacle course. <laughs> for your you know, for Awesome. Yeah, I'm sad. Big fan, man. Um, this was a fun match. Um, Jericho and Takeshita ultimately win by bat usage from Don Callis onto Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is so... Over and the crowd were chanting, "Do the dance, mm. do the." That man danced over Chris Jericho's back. It was awesome. Got to give the people what they want. He's like got to give the people what they want. This match was fun. Um, I wish. I mean, personally, you know, I'm a little crazy. If Tony gave me the keys, I'm putting Danny and Sammy over all day. This has really done good for Sammy's face turn, which I think they're doing. Um, and we have a JAS town hall next week. Jericho has to be there. With with serious uh, Matt Menard. Menard, serious Daddy Magic. Yeah, I don't know who that guy That's, was. I guess he's in the JAS. He, he is. He's fantastic. I'm gonna send you Matt Menard promos. Okay. I think you will be very entertained. I probably would, man. I probably would. Um, honestly, this match was cool. I just really am so uninvested in the J Jericho Appreciation Society storyline that it kind of dulled it out for me. Like, I don't know. I just like it's. I just don't care about Chris Jericho. Honestly, I can see that as somebody who's uh, coming into the show like recently. Yeah, fairly. Um, I know he like was so yeah. foundational. I get all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if that's what you were gonna say, yeah, that, pretty yeah. much. Um, I think know, he deserved to be on the two hundred, especially. Oh yeah, I, no I, doubt. I really liked how they did like they went over like the great moments on the two hundred. That was cool. That yeah, was a lot that, of the... that video package was well done. Yep. Um, I I thought uh, a little note here um, about Jericho's performance. Um, 
that I, I really liked when Don uh, smacked him with the the baseball bat. Yeah. Um, Jericho looks very dejected. Yeah. Like he was like, "This is not what I signed up for." Mm-hmm. Um, he goes for the pin anyways. Interestingly, um, so he is still self interested. Still, he still he's not sure but, what to do. Kind but of thing. it was you know yeah this moment where you know like no I I trained these guys I brought these guys up and and this is how you treat them like you know yeah. so I think I think they're gonna play out this thing with Don uh, maybe and, and give it some more twists and turns than we were initially expecting. And all I gotta say next segment is respect. Wait. Can we take a time out? Walk! Before we get to that, uh, awesome uh, theme that we definitely should have put in the bracket. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Had me when, when I heard that, I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, what do you say? Before that, you you had, you had did have the lead into um, that super cool uh, package of all the hype AEW moments, which also featured Tony Khan staring directly into my soul from whatever <laughs> camera he was on. I am once again begging anybody... Who is listening? Who is possibly, possibly connected to AEW? QT Marshall. On my behalf, find that man, an on-camera character somewhere, please. Have him appoint some old brother. angry man. Have him appoint Jerry Lynn. He should awesome. Vote, he, should, he should just appoint Stokely. And, and 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 that's all I got to say about that. Except that's not all I have to say about that because outside of the fact that he was staring directly into my soul and I thought that I had to go like you know take a shower afterwards because eyes went directly through me or something. I don't even know. It was a- absurd. Um, the, if it is supposed to be the greatest wrestling show of all time, then for the love of all that is good and holy in the world, please put a match on the card. It's killing me. They put one. They put one match on the card near the end of the show. It's the biggest live event ever. We got like a month. We're good. We got a month, brother. Yeah, we're all right. You know, you know what the common thread is between you know every what? single SummerSlam has put many matches on the card, and I'm not motivated by any of it. Yeah, exactly, because it's SummerSlam, an institution they've built from the ground up that's got 28 years. You of... feel them building towards it. You can see where they're heading in a lot of these directions. Yeah, I think it does have more momentum already than SummerSlam. Any, uh, pretty much most of the uh, Triple H era shows, with a handful of exceptions. Yep. But a handful of exceptions is all you need. And the point that I'm trying to make here is that I have a lot of opinions about Tony and the way they run business at AEW that I don't tend to bring up because I know that that's just my opinion. And it's not like, like, I just know he does it differently and whatever and all that nonsense. And that's fine. But, like, I am telling you that, like, as someone who is just not coming into the product, right? I'm, just, I'm, pick, I'm trying to pick things up, trying to, you know, piece some things together here that, like, it's the biggest show. What what is the common thread between all of the biggest wrestling shows ever? Like, well, like like and I, if I say the biggest wrestling show ever, you think of what? Like, name it. WrestleMania X Seven. X Seven. Any other ones? WrestleMania Three. What was the biggest show ever? Like yeah. in terms of historical significance. Right. You know. I don't know. Nothing really pops in my head, brother. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I guess X Seven would be the one I'd probably put, or uh, maybe X Nine. Um, X Nine. 
People love 19, man. 19, pretty good. People love Brock almost dying. Brock almost dying and Um, Rock in Austin. But again, what's the common thread of those that they were built up forever to be the biggest show ever? They weren't just in a cool stadium. SummerSlam, whenever they did with Brett and... In the UK? In the UK, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in Wembley, by the way. I'm sure they didn't announce all those matches a week and a half before, which is what's going to happen. Like four weeks, brother. They got collision to build this. They have three shows where they're building this card. This was also a celebration of Dynamite's 200th episode. No, but and they, they announced the, and they're gonna announce matches as the weeks go on. It doesn't. The thing is, though, it doesn't matter if they announce matches. They've already sold eighty thousand tickets. You you act like it's, the thing is they've already succeeded. Whatever they put on the plate at this point, they've already succeeded. It doesn't matter unless they literally like put an all time terrible card. People are going to be happy. That's true. That's true, Logan. And, and WrestleMania. This is different. This is, uh, let me finish go ahead. before you're done. Sorry, go ahead. All in is different than it all out. This is not like a normal AEW pay-per-view. This is like a celib- the It's they're trying to rekindle the spirit of the original all in, which is just a celebration of an independent wrestling. I think, if anything, it's just going to be more of just a fun card than what you're expecting, like huge, really big builds. Where I think, and that's what the spirit of the original All In was. Yeah, it's that's more, why, more similar to like a Forbidden Door situation. Yes. Like, like I think you're going to see some British wrestlers, apparently, who are going to get a great old Jeff Jarrett match. Um, no, wait, no. It, uh, no, I, I was just thinking a thought. I wasn't like getting angry, actually, oh, at that. No, sorry. I wasn't. I was thinking a thought because I agree with all that, Logan. I really do. I, and that's fine because I get that that's AW style. Like, that's the same reason that I have my thoughts about Forbidden Door or whatnot. But if it's the greatest wrestling show ever, then I do expect there to be great storylines leading into the greatest wrestling show ever. I was like, I do think the tagline is silly. It, like, <laughs> I do like, think the tagline's silly. I do I think really, it's silly. I really it do is want, a little silly. <laughs> I really do want to say this because I know that I'm I'm a generational hater and I'm always talking smack on this show about AW constantly. But I'm saying all this because I want the company to succeed because I'm desperate for something else out there than the same old, same old. And when you have the biggest wrestling show ever, you don't get a pass because you sold an X amount of tickets and it doesn't matter. WrestleMania sells out every year, nine months in advance because it's WrestleMania. But you think they don't try? They did two nights of it and give us eight hours of wrestling. Brother, you watched the one good WrestleMania in the past like five years. They did not try with WrestleMania quite often, actually. But they (laughs) They don't try with WrestleMania almost every single year, brother. They at least promote it yeah. and, pu- and put matches it. Yeah. on it and put storylines on it that build for months because they know that that helps sell it. But they don't announce WrestleMania matches until literally a month before. They build onto it and they build storylines, but that's what this whole thread has been. They already This MJF Adam Cole storyline has been building for a while, and they announced the match for the card. Okay. I think you're going to get... You know the well. Obviously, we we're getting the which you can be MJF awesome. and Adam Cole. Looking forward to that. I think we're going to get some further stuff with the Jericho yeah. Appreciation Society and uh, Don Callis stuff. We're probably yeah. we're going to get uh, whatever CM Punk and Ricky Stark are building up to with this Real World Championship thing. Yada yada yep. yada. Um, we might get. I'm heard we're getting Young Bucks FTR. They've been building that. They mentioned okay. the FTR mentioned Young Bucks in a promo last week. Or we'll get Young Bucks Aussie. I mean uh, FTR Aussie Open, which that's probably why Aussie Open was on the card this yeah. week. I think it's UK. I think it's a little too early to be like freaking out about yeah. lack okay. of promotion. We got we got like three more weeks with like ten more episodes of TV on each of their shows. Like okay. we got like four hours of good TV plus Rampage each week. Of like building, and you're gonna have filler. I think you're actually gonna like this card a little bit because it's gonna have Grado and Jeff Jarrett, and that's a nothing burger match of fun. That I think because you you're a big guy of like you don't like all being like longer matches. You like your shorter matches like that. And I think you might get that's this pacing. Man. Okay, look admit, again. Like I'm, I'll be I'll be happy when I, if I'm wrong. Like I, again, and I'm I'm not mad about in the sense that like 
obviously I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sending that Venmo so I can watch this show just so I can watch MJF and Adam Cole. Like I'm I not to request off twice that week. Oh, that's unfortunate. Wait, tw- oh dear. Where it's Wednesday and then that Sunday at twelve o'clock is all in, brother. The food crew is not elite, man. The food crew is not. They don't get. Or maybe they do get in. They you are mean undisclosed chicken location. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Twelve PM, right? Twelve PM, yes. So oh, I'm yeah. about to request off He's the whole like day. The middle I, of the day I, I, I ain't watching this live. I gotta get this money. <laughs> 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 well, look, um, a journalist's job is only is only nine to five Monday through Friday, so I will be watching this show. Not um, a true journalist, you know. You know, true journalists they work all the time, brother. Look, man. Anyway, I, we gotta go to another PSA break. We'll be back and we'll actually talk about dynamite after these messages. Welcome back into WWEGL. We're here to talk about AE Dub. It is the 200th episode of Dynamite. We mentioned the <gasps> Jericho, Guevara, um, oh. Garcia, and Takeshita match. We're now mentioning. Wait, Alex, you went. <gasps> what, what was that huff? Because we were mentioning Rob Van, Van Dam. Dam. Van Nada. That song was all, and the, the, the crowd was was into that song the whole time. It's it was playing. Walk by, I thought yeah, I would never see awesome. this man come out to that theme ever again. Tony is hemorrhaging money. This poor guy. This might be the one time I'm so mad I checked Twitter because I wish I would have saw that live. I knew it was gonna be RVD. You, everyone knew it was gonna be RVD, but like, right. Him coming out to walk. It's just something about it that makes it different. Something. I think it's only like also Jack it's holding so the kid in the crowd to get away from RVD. That's good. The that cameras good. did sort of miss it, but hey, what? what they, you, I think they caught most of it. What you What um, you gonna do with AEW Dynamite? I don't. Uh, I I think it's only like a one match deal. Yeah, probably. Um, just yeah. to further on the hook storyline, but I don't care, brother. He also came out to the the chalk line RVD shirt, which is definitely a WWE branded shirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. um, he gave the highest promo afterwards, Dude. talking about he's going to retire at FEW Championship after winning it. This made me realize um, exactly why I am not connecting with Matt Riddle. <laughs> because Matt Riddle's promos, when he does this, this cadence that he does um, to, to emulate... The the, the activities fan cushionator certain <laughs> what? things that's what they say in in RVD's TNA theme it just goes van daminator van assassinator van cushionator I'm sorry Cooper keep going I get no respect around here well it was the perfect segue to van cushionator as as I was saying. But the the thing that I don't I don't like about Matt Riddle's promo segments, um, aside from the fact that Matt Riddle is in them, uh, is that, um, is that the his um, participation in certain activities is so cartoony to, to me. like it's very much like what an eighty year old like uh, billionaire from Stanford thinks of as like what those people are like. Uh, whereas RVD, that's just what he does. Like, <laughs> just RVD, brother. Yeah. Uh, RVD, it was awesome. Seeing him come out to the ring, and I was like, man, he looks like his knees are hurting a little bit. And then he did one of those kicks, and I was like, never mind, we're good. What do you Bro, say? He's been, he's been consistent on the like, independence th- this entire time. Yeah. I know. No, it's like, I, I figured that, and like, and Jerry Lynn said that, and I was like, oh, really? And then he walked out, I was like, oh, like the same RVD. But he does, then he, he then does he, have a little hobble, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, but, that, but so. then he threw the kick, and I was like, it's okay. all that substance he uses. It makes him limb, limber, <laughs> right. you know? Hey, like, man, I. I don't care if he if he can do ten minutes of just doing those kicks over and over again, and then it's he hops a, on the top rope and does the frog splash. 
It's a FT- I'll buy the ticket. I don't care. It's an FTW rules match, which is basically an ECW match, too. So mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Um, I hope Taz, man, Taz got to get involved in one of these matches. I also will say, poor Jack Perry, Um, obviously they picked that very strange theme, which Sutton said, is that Mozart? And I was like, it's Beethoven? Um, <laughs> they picked it because it's, like, quiet and, like, you're supposed to be able to hear the boos. And this week the fans are like, we don't care. Which is tough, but you know yeah. he he needs he needs to be someone like RVD's so people hate him. That's Speaking things. of an ECW type match, we got John Moxley versus mm-hmm. Pinta El Cerro Miedo versus Trent Beretta, and who boy? You go, you go, ahead, Alex. Go. What do you have to say? You, um, got, you were texting about this match. I, I was texting about this match. Uh, my roommate Sutton did not like this match because I said, "Sutton, guess what's in the baggie?" And then the tax came out. He's like, "I don't like." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they show the text. He's like he's like that makes me feel uncomfortable. I was like, good. This, this is, is good wrestling. This is probably like what's watching Saw for people who haven't watched Saw. Before no, yeah, exactly. Like, because like, I hate Saw. Like, I I can't stand it. But I will watch people get thrown on tax Trent a thousand times. Beretta is a real hooper. That man was bleeding all over the place. I couldn't believe it. I, um, I could. This was my Super Bowl. John Moxley didn't bleed in a match. I felt like I was on cloud nine. That was nine. crazy. Any, of all the, the matches, people. not bleeding. <laughs> I, was, I was about to run down to tumors and roll the trees for seeing John Moxley not bleeding in a match. I, I was so Noah happy. Was here right now. Yeah. Uh, Trent I mean, Beretta picking up the win, too. That was great. That was cool. I um, love that. Chuck Taylor finally got to say the word on air. Mm. We can't say what the word that is, but you know. also, um, was it Penta? Is that was that the third guy? Yeah, Penta El Sierra. He kept doing what? What is what is the thing that he says? Where Sierra Miedo. Okay, yeah, he he did that like hundred times. I just thought was like that's cool, and he kept doing it, and it was kind of funny. Like I'm not mad about it because the crowd loved it, so you know, thumbs Wasn't up. It but Sarah Pharaoh and Lucha Underground. They said Sarah Pharaoh. No, it it was always Sarah Miedo. I thought it was okay. Well. It was I cool, mean, it though. It might have been Serafiro or whatever you said in, like, Impact or something. <laughs> hey, but yeah, Impact has real, real <laughs> rules, man. But, yeah, this match was awesome. I had a grand time. He, they pulled it. They showed uh, Pentagon's great chest. He also got all the tacks right on his tattoo. Yeah, yeah, that was that funny. Was, that was metal. Um, I will say I did love when they were doing, like, the we sit here and we punch each other spot because you could see tacks flying off. Yes. That was cool. That, that's a time when you do that spot. Thumbs up. Now, Cooper, obviously you're the number one John Moxie fan here in this here uh, area, so I see the floor to you. This match was great. Yeah, <laughs> this was so good. I love it. And we're getting, we're getting the parking lot brawl on Friday. I'm about to actually watch Rampage, guys. Can you believe I that? actually will. You think we're, we're going to get the return of Sue? <laughs> it's gonna be Moxley death riding Sue. Yes, after the match on the hood of the SUV. On the hood of the there SUV, John Moxley is going to crucify Trent Beretta's mom. Yep. I cannot wait for Claudio to throw a car at somebody. I just I feel like it's gonna happen. <laughs> I go. know he's gonna that, recreate the like Superman action comics. They <laughs> need to do a thing where they build in a false car door, and he needs to rip that thing off and hit somebody with it. And I will give Rampage an A plus plus. I will say this: the original parking lot brawl, which was the best friends versus um, right, and Orange Cassidy jumps out, jumped out the car. Was literally him. one of the best matches yeah. of Dynamite that has ever happened. Amen. Like easily, like that match was fantastic. Um, I'm. It's a shame that neither of those teams has won the tag titles after that performance. So I'm very hyped for this one with John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Also, um, I don't think there's been a bad parking lot brawl match because they had that Cena. Um, Eddie won from back in the day. Yeah, it's a it's great. It's a great. They should do more of those. Because it, it's like That's it's it, it combines extreme rules, which everyone loves. Like we all we all love it, regardless of the the length that they go. We all do love it, and it combines you know a very unique setting, 
Reload G's remember when they had it as a match type in SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 and other other ones, and it's awesome because you could throw them on the cars, and it was really fun. How are they not, I can't wait. How are they not doing that at SummerSlam in Detroit? That's a good point. That's a very good point. They should just make theories match that. that. Nobody cares about that match anyway. <laughs> Honestly, they should You know, they should say, all right, Ronda and Shannon, we're going to build you an octagon of cars. <laughs> cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Metal. Just um, awesome. Have like, all, all the like headlights pointing at them and all that. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Then we had the MJF babyface promo, which is I love because it was just basically the promo he gave the Punk. It was the exact same. It was the exact same, it, it was the exact same one, but in a more babyface way. Instead of being like angry, it's like you know, and I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought his I loved the way he changed his mannerisms. You know, yeah. And then yeah. and then Cole came out and he goes and Cole said he's so proud of the ma- the man he's becoming and he said you know what you're not getting a match. <laughs> And I, when I, I, they tweeted that, and I was like, don't tell me they're already doing the turn. Mm. And then, nope, you're not getting a match. You're getting the match at what, Alex? What is he getting the match at? <sighs> yes, I actually wrote in my notes, if I can refer back to it. Um, Wait. Uh, no, I can't, oh, wait. I can't remember. I actually didn't write anything down about it. But I was like, oh, thank God they announced a match. And also, this was the point when Sutton perked up and was like, this guy's good when MJF was doing the promo. <laughs> He's like, and he he also was like, do you think this is real? And I was like, there we go. He did his job, <laughs> everybody. Now when he's talking about getting the quarter thrown at him, that was crazy. Good. I mean, it was really good. And, like, dare I say it, our boy Max might be the best promo in the business right now. He oh, might be. Easily. It's It's – him or who else? Tough for for me to say, like anybody else that would come close, really. Yep. Maybe um, Punk on his best day. On on his on a, on a good day, Punk can yep. can go, can go as well as Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie yeah. Yep. Well, um, don't don't tell Alex that. But I I look, man. I'll shrug the shoulders at that one. You know what I mean? Like I I've, I've grown past these things. You know what I mean? But um no yeah I thought it was great um and a good way to to show the. The changing character, which I'm look, it's MJF, so who I knows? don't trust it. Who knows? Um, I'm always on the on the edge of my seat every week now, just waiting for it to happen because I, I I can't expect you know a genuine <laughs> emotion from him. Um, but uh, yeah, and and Adam I think uh, played his part in this segment really really well as as well, mm-hmm. giving his whole spiel about how proud he is and all of that. I will say this, Cooper, about uh, where we think it's going and whatnot. Um, first of all, Roderick Strong almost ruined this entire thing. As he, no, as that he was amazing. That was fantastic. I, I, I know. Love, it was I literally the Strong. same acting I watched when I watched your Sharknado movie, brother. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why it made it awesome. <laughs> I will <laughs> admit it was it was it was pretty comical. I do think so. Um, Roderick had a neck injury, right? Yes. So, hey, and and what? Thy kingdom come. The kingdom. Yeah. Are we doing that match? Uh, you don't know. Do you, do you see the people who confronted Roger Strong afterwards? Oh wait, yeah. So that's, you talk about long term okay. storytelling, Bubba. So not only is Roger Strong friend of Adam Cole's, but those people were friends way before Roger Strong or Kyle Riley or anybody has been. Okay, they were his ri- original Ring of Honor stable mates, and he turned his back on them. Okay, noted. Interesting. I think that's very interesting. And to to piggyback off of that in the Roger Strong thing, so he injured his neck, right? And MGF's finishing move is a pile driver esque thing, right? Yes. Okay, so. I think you're definitely going to have a Roderick Strong gets in the way of it, and then MGF just goes full psychopath on him and, like, completely destroys him. And Adam's like, what do I – I mean, like, I, I think MGF just, you know, being vicious to Adam Cole point blank is, like, kind of ridiculous, but MGF's going to be the bad guy. He has to be. He's too good at being a bad guy. So you throw Roderick Strong in there, 
and then Adam's like, well, what what do I do kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And that would be great wrestling, and I'd love it. Just imagine if Kyle O'Reilly was healed by now. Oh, we could have yes. had the, the super best friends versus – Kyle O'Reilly and Roger Strong. And yeah. That match would have been great. That would be very good. I mean, they, hey, maybe they can stretch it out to when it gets back to there, but, you know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, then we had the Elite versus Double J, Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay, uh, or no, not Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh and Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt as manager and Kara Jarrett. I love this match. It's fantastic. It was goofy. He, they, he, Matt said, tag him in. Mm-hmm. Tag Satnam in. He tags in. He goes to tag Kenny, and they just walk off. I was like, this is, this is the greatest match I ever. I didn't know Satnam Singh was that big, man, because I haven't seen him footer. wrestle. And then he pulled up, and I was like, hey, who is this? Kenny almost hit him with the one big angel. Yeah, yeah. That he sounds like that a, man off. That sounds like it hurt Kenny's back. Lord have mercy. Um, Hangman with a... Saving my day with a buckshot lariat on Jeff Jarrett. All the interference. Dude, the fringe on Hangman. Yes. Impeccable. It was amazing. Hangman had the good fit. The Elite had their great moment afterwards. We're like, we're going to be here forever, baby. Um, collision The, the main characters of AEW. The main characters. Direct <laughs> quote. Um, this match was just fun, man. I, You know what? I was happy to see Jeff Jarrett on my screen. I'm, it's a change. I'm a face now, brother. Welcome to the say. train, buddy. Because he fought the Elite. Now, next time, actually, I will be happy to see him with, because I'll get to see Grado with him. Mm. So I'll be fine with that. That's perfect perfect match for Jeff Jarrett. Comedy. You He'll know? be Fargo strutting in no time. <laughs> um, with that being said, any any last remarks before we go to a quick PSA break? Um, not that I know of because I, I don't remember what the next match was. Well, we'll get to it after right. these brief messages. Welcome back. And all I got to say is Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. We are getting into the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles match between one team of Ozzy Open, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis versus the other team, El Hijo del Vikingo, and Goldmander wearing the matching um, Vikingo-inspired attire. They're officially a team now. They're officially a team. <laughs> Brother, I was watching it, and I saw Commander come out, and I was like, oh, he's just wearing normal stuff. And I looked away, and I looked back, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, he's wearing Vikingo stuff, and he had the K on it. I'm like, this is... This is the greatest tag team ever. Apparently, yeah, give them the belts. They wrestled again on Ring of Honor this week, so you're gonna, this is going to be a legit thing for a while now. Oh, good. I am praying to all that is all that is good that somehow, some way, Tony's like this show in Duluth. I'm going to put the belts on them, and then I can shed a single tear because <laughs> I saw them face each other in GCW. Yeah, this one, this <laughs> and then is, I'll cry my eyes really out. Really funny that we saw them in GCW. And now they're a team. Awesome, cool. I mean, they're fair, great. They face each other a ton of times on. Yeah, so many shows. Yeah, um, so many times like that week too. Yes. Um, so talented. But Aussie Open, it is always a joy to see them on my screen. The best tag team in the world. I will reiterate that over and over and over. I don't care about anybody's opinions because I'm right, as Noah says. I'm a face brother. Um, <laughs> you know they're probably gonna do Young Bucks versus FTR. That's good. No. But I could do better. Right. <laughs> they should do Aussie Open versus FTR. Please, Tony. Please, if you could hear me, read my lips. Do but, the match. It'll be a huge this, pop this for the audio UK. podcast. <laughs> audio <laughs> podcast. Tony, he, stick he, your head through he, the he, microphone I'm and read so my lips, please. I'm so potent right now. He could hear me. I promise you. Potent? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> He can hear me. I need this match. Logan has one journalism class that features a, thor- a thesaurus <laughs> and just says all amount of random words. I actually haven't had any journalism classes that features a thesaurus, so. That's See, just sad, I can't man. even pronounce it. <laughs> I couldn't either. <laughs> um, anyway, what's next? 
<laughs> hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, something uh, about Tony while we're talking about him. Um, <laughs> oh dear. So, uh, we give we give Tony a, a good bit of grief I on this show. Tony a lot you know? of grief. We do, um, and that's coming from from the the AW fan side of it as well. I like from, Tony. From I will say Logan. That. I like Tony. Yeah, but we've we've done our fair share, I think, of, of yeah. uh, ragging on him. I will say this about him and about his booking in particular. Um, I think he is a very good, like, matchmaker. Like, he will come up with uh, opponents that I would not have thought of if in I a were million in, years. in his position. Um, you know, yeah, let's take Aussie Open, just the these mutants from, you know, <laughs> from Australia. Um, the world's tallest 15-year-old Kyle Fletcher and his dad, <laughs> Mark Davis. Um, versus, and let's put him against the most insane uh, Lucha team that you've ever thought of. Um, so, yeah, I mean, on, on that front of things, I think he, he knows what he's doing most of the time. And it makes for really, if not, you know, big uh, storyline based matches at least very exciting in-ring matches i would agree with that a thousand percent honestly as critical as i am i i, I definitely agree like this match and then the, the three-way extreme match earlier that i was like oh gosh here comes john mox but i was like that's pretty good so like you know that that aspect of it i would agree completely like i yeah like again putting the two best lucha guys in the world probably the two best high flyers in the world on a team against those guys makes magic mm-hmm. thumbs up which is why I just want him to announce matches for All In so I can get excited about it because I know they're probably going to be pretty good. Right, right. You know? There you go. And finally, we had the Women's Championship main event right. of the show. It is Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm, mm. the champion, the outcast in tow. They had a fun match. They had a really good match and a match where the right person won. I would say that as the biggest Tony Storm fa- fan, it was Shida's time. And I love the way they built it too. Like, Shida, you know, she wasn't like. Even though she had this fantastic reign, nobody, you know, none of the fans got to see it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't respect her for it, and she's been clamoring that respect back and has earned it. And her kicking out of the Storm Zero, brother, yeah. that was cool. That yeah. was cool with the with the spray paint in the eyes, and oh, it was perfect. And using the kendo stick on the other outcast was perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, this match was awesome, and Sheeta wins, and finally she gets the actual big women's championship. She no longer holds the tiny ones. Right, what was yeah, the tiny yeah. one? So originally, the original title was like super tiny. Oh, and then dear. they, well, it was made for a lot of the Joshi wrestlers who were not as, um, like, I think on Rio it looked fine, but like all the other women looked like uh, literally like a toy. Yeah. Like it looked like he was holding basically Cooper's belt. Uh, then okay. they made a bigger version of that belt that she got. There's a picture of her on Twitter holding them both. And then she, I think as soon as they made the bigger version, she lost it to um, Brit. Brit. On the first pay-per-view back with fans. Like, Ooh. she held it all of COVID and then lost in the first pay-per-view back with fans. But to be fair, Britt had built herself up. Like, it was the right time to right. go Britt. And then now they redesigned it and made this huge belt. And that, first of all, the women's belt is gorgeous. Looks I nice. like it. Yeah, I like it. It looked really good on Tony Storm. I would I would buy the toy of that title and use that instead of those belts. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Are you hating on the spinner belt? I will until the day I die. Um... There you go. <laughs> there you go. I hope that, I hope that showed the up. The belt. Oh, I heard it in the in the headset. The spinner belt that says "Da Champ" on it with D A. Um, <laughs> you are the. Or no, does it say "Da Kid"? 
aren't you the kid, Alec? Oh yeah, that was um, that was I think that was my name at one point or another. It's difficult to say. Um, I don't remember, man. It was it was like 2008. You were like three years old, Logan. It's hard to say. I take offense to that. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll move on. Sheeta afterwards, how emotional she was getting. Like I was on the verge of tears. The crowd yeah. was behind it. The crowd was going crazy. Is, is, she's such a natural baby face, man. Yeah. She's awesome, man. And I hope they consistently keep her on the screen. I know a lot of times with her, either it's been injuries or she's been like going back to Japan to film. Cause, you know, she's an actress. So Really? Yeah, she does like a ton of movies in Japan. I had no idea about go that. Go watch her Hey AEW. They talk about that. That's um, crazy. And so she'll film some stuff in Japan, also go back and work some of the matches there. I hope she stays on mostly American TV. Also, Emi Sakura was tweeting about it afterwards. So oh, that's, that's nice. Another Shida Sakura match, and I'm very excited for that. And we ended Dynamite strong. They had a little thing afterwards where the whole roster clapped for Tony Khan. And MJF gave a promo and Jericho gave a promo before going to Rampage. But uh, really, I I would say best Dynamite in a – there's been a really good dyna, good Dynamite recently, but, like, uh, maybe this is recently biased, but, like, this is, like, a really, like, best Dynamite in a long time is what I'll say. Because I think they did really good on the 200. I don't think there was a bad segment or match. Yeah, I, th- I think it was – Really, really good for what it was trying to do, yes. which was to be a, a celebration of AEW. Um, and having Sheeta one in the main event and two win the belt, I think is kind of the ultimate emblem of that. Um, you know, um, as somebody has who has been with the company from day one, um, who has consistently been a you know fantastic in-ring performer who has not necessarily been appreciated by the broader American wrestling audience. Yes. Um I think that it was a, a really good um way to showcase her. And um yeah, they have been on kind of a run lately of good dynamites. Um mm-hmm. you know like solid shows, you know, if not mind-blowing, at least, you know, you're going to get an entertaining couple of hours. Um, I, I don't keep track in my head of, you know, like where I rank different shows and all that. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'd probably have recency bias too and say, yeah, sure. This is probably one of my favorites. Well, you know, it had a women's match of substance, which is better than you could say for the last two weeks minimum. So that is true. Also <laughs> automatically, I do, I do want to mention this. Just speaking of that, um, I would not be surprised if, Part of the reason why this main evented was in reaction to the reaction from yeah. last good. week. Good. Right? And that's – I applaud them taking note of that. And there, there is some other drama surrounding the women's division today, but we're not going to get into that. Okay. I'm, some independent I'm, stars are raking on it and certain stuff about – Okay. I'm, I'm unaware about all of this, so I don't care. We'll talk about it in the but, commercial. Um, <laughs> uh, the So I, I appreciate AEW at least, you know – taking note of that and seeming to to make a course correct for this particular show um i i don't think it's enough Mm -hmm. um certainly not enough to get me fully turned around on the division as a whole and how they treat it um but in isolation i think this was a prime example of how to to do what people are are wanting them to do more consistently I agree 100%, Cooper. I tuned in y'all's episode last week, and y'all talked about that specifically. Um, and I'll say this. I thought it was really good that it was in the main event. Again, there's only one match, but 
whatever. It's a two-hour show. I get it. SmackDown had one women's match, whatever. Um, and I also thought it was really weird when the commentators were like, well, let's hope we don't, you know, cut the camera feed for this match. And I'm like, yeah, you you better not cut the camera feed or your company's going to go in the toilet well, because nobody's ever going to forgive you. It was like all 60 minutes were going to be aired. I'm like, brother, you were not going over young Sheldon. They did go over, actually. <laughs> not um, too much. Yeah, but I think, I think it was a good step. And now what do you do building on this momentum? Well, Tony, you, uh, you, you get prepped for the biggest wrestling show of all time, and you put two women's matches on the card. Can we, can we have that happen? Because oh, Riddenor had one. I think you got three. I mean, I think you do the Sheeta Tony run back at yeah. um, thing, and you have Statlander wrestle a match. Maybe have Jade come back. You yeah. could have uh, somebody else. I mean, there's plenty of women on that roster. Have Rio. There's been plenty of women on that the roster for months pounder. now. Mm-hmm. There's been plenty of talented, incredible w- women's wrestlers on that roster for a long time, and they haven't done anything with it. So... Um, well, I mean, there's plenty of choices. You can have... If they know what's what good for them, they'll put... I'm sure Soraya will be on the card. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she will have to be involved in some capacity. I'm just saying, like, th- this is, like, it... it you, you, you started it, and you can't not continue... Like, you can't give them a main event and be like, sorry, guys, all right, you're going back to having the same match at the same time of the show that's four minutes long and right. so on and so forth. Put two matches or three, as long as it's more than one and all in... You, you've, you've done what, what people are expecting of you to do because SummerSlam has eight matches and two of those women's matches, and that deserves props because AEW couldn't bother to do that with Forbidden Door, and I'm hoping they can bother to do it for All In. Anyway. All right. I think we're going to go to a quick PSA break. When we come back, it's SummerSlam time. It's the biggest party yes. of the summer, and we are t- here to predict it going for Cooper's undisputed WBGL champion. Cooper, what do you have to say before we get into these predictions? I wish you luck. All right. It's time for the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Let's just all say it on three. One, two, three. L.A. Knight. Yeah. I thought we were going Oh, yeah, my bad. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We all have L.A. Knight. It has to be, right? Noah has put an L.A. Knight in all caps. Um, He's going to snap it to a Slim Jim afterwards, brother. It's going to be awesome. Then we have um, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Logan. 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 And uh, yeah. Noah has Logan. He has also put he's put a bunch of jokes about this. So he put uh Paul versus Bald Man <laughs> as this match. He's he's obsessed with Ricochet being bald for some reason. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was cool when he was a Strowman man. Too we bald have man. the MMA match between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I have Shayna Baszler. Noah put Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> See, nobody's immune. Even even the Queen of Spades herself. Uh oh wait Cooper you go, go. Yeah, Cooper goes last you go oh I okay. yeah that's true he's the champ he's got to finish last um yeah it's it has to be Shayna if it's not Shayna then what so it's got to be Shayna what Shayna yeah. ooh we're all even so we got to pick something different or this um, is gonna be yeah. I, th- I think we'll we'll get there the rubber match um co- um Noah has put Stardust versus the next big thing <laughs> um he has Cody Rhodes I have Cody Rhodes it I mean it has to be Cody it's the finish the saga. He's the guy. Finish the saga. It has to be Cody. This is Cody's. The boy. man from Marietta, Georgia. He did. I will. I will say though. Um, I want to ask this real quick. I know we're. I know we're a little short on time, but I saw Cody say something about how he was talking about being picked for a Survivor Series team or something like that. Did you guys see that? No. Okay. That, I'm gonna look that up after we finish the show because I was curious about it and had me think about Survivor Series for anyway. the Intercontinental Championship. The Ring General Gunta versus. The man who sees broken dreams and he makes them come through. True. Oh, that's a word. Oh, words. 
Drew McIntyre. Um, Noah has the non-American match as this title. <laughs> um, Gunter. Noah has Gunter. May I ask, um, has Gunther beaten the Honky Tonk Man's reign nope. yet? Uh, in that case, then it's going to be Gunther. Gunther. All right. Then we have the triple threat for the women's championship. Oh, crap. It is Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the um, WWE Women's Championship. Um, Noah has Flair's daughter. Because that's all he sees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many reigns is Charlotte at now? <laughs> a lot. Um, I think... I think like 10 or something? Asuka. This is when not watching the product really damages me because Brother, I... Brother, you could watch the product and I have no I don't know who has going. the momentum. I honestly... They've really um, just been building Flair versus Belair and Asuka's just kind of there. So that's why I think Asuka's going to sneak a win. Can I ask, what's been happening with EO and her uh, Money in the Bank briefcase? Uh, she's been trying to cash in, but hasn't like... She's been like yeah. kind of sorted off. I think she might cash in after this match. Okay, that's why I think I'm going to pick Charlotte because WWE's going to pad those numbers and then she's going to immediately lose it because they, I think they know the fans don't want her to hold the belt, but... That's probably the best person to for EO to steal it from, I'd say. Mm. Right? So I, I'm going to go with Charlotte just because why not? I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go with Asuka for this one. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, I, I think that, yeah, EO um, will probably be waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we're going to get a cash in that... Uh, this particular show. Okay. For the world heavyweight title, we have Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor of the Judgment Day. Um, Noah has put down secondary title match for this one, and he has Seth Rollins. Um, I, you know what? I honestly, I just like predicting what I like, and I'm hoping SummerSlam is a show I like, and I think they would be really dumb to not give Finn Balor the title here, but that's just me, and that's why I'm picking Finn. I've picked Finn before. It's just, it's so weird because they're booking him to lose over and over and over and over again. But, like... Judgment Day with all the belts and the money in the bank, though. Just think about that. Yeah, you've got to kickstart that Judgment Day storyline sooner rather than later. I'm, I'm thinking too hard about this one, and that's the problem. I... Cooper, you pick. I can't decide. No, you have to. You have <sighs> okay, to fine. I'm gonna Champion pick. Advantage. I'm gonna pick Seth. I think. Okay. I'm gonna pick Finn. Oh no! And I, I say you. I say this very confidently. Um, I think it is almost a certainty. In fact, I like it's it's just right there. Why? Like, there's no reason not. They had him in the UK. Seth now. has 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 had a good run with it. Um, he's helped establish it as a first champion. I think it's time to put it on. Yeah, and I also don't think Seth. I mean, he's hot with the crowd, but like, I don't think he's like the guy anymore. Like, he's got mm. he's got his, his ball. Yeah, I'm changing um, my pick back to Finn because I. Yeah, I'm not picking Seth. Oh, oh, are we? This is <laughs> this is un- unfortunate. I just now realized. I think you and me have said done the same thing. On exactly, and, we and, have. That's why I was like you. You piece of trash. Oh, and I was like, no. Worst case, best case scenario, you, we tie. Worst yeah. case scenario, you lose. Yeah. 
uh, but I mean, if you're confident with your picks, I, I mean, I'm very confident. I can't help that. Me, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I I'm can't not. help that these and are I'm what not, I think. I'm not going on a, a Christian Cage uh, Jungle Boy situation <laughs> again. I learned my from brother. My you mistake. did that for like three matches. I had you beat dead to rights on that pay per view. Anyway, uh, finally, we have for the undisputed WWE um, Championship as uh, it is. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns in Tribal Combat. Um, Noah has put the Paul Heyman interference match. Um, and he has put Roman is acknowledged and retains. I have Roman winning. I mean, guys, come on now. He's not losing at SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, I'm a betting man. I'm changing my pick from Finn back to Seth again because why not? And, um, yeah, it's, it's all over the place here. Uh, yeah, it's obviously Roman. It has to be Roman. There's no way that it's not going to be Roman. So, mm-hmm. sorry, Jay. Like, it's all fun and games, but they ain't putting the belt on you, brother. If you were a betting man, you would pick. Never mind. I'm not going to. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. This is such a lock. It's it's crazy. It's, it's, it's Roman's match. As much as I am a massive proponent of main event Jay Uso uh, getting that belt, it's just not. They just don't see it. Um, which yep. is crazy because they keep putting him in a position to do it, but for whatever reason, um, I just don't see it happening for him tonight. I think well, it's going to be pretty brutal in terms of like hey, storyline stuff, though. Me and you at all in? Me and you at all in? I'll see you, I'll see you at the show, buddy. <laughs> we'll see each other We'll, prob- there, we'll probably brother. have more uh, divergent us- views on, on that card. Though, Watch too, us both so. lose. <laughs> Yeah, right. Hey, right. man, I'm just um, saying, watch out when Charlotte wins the belt. I will acknowledge Noah puts bonus Waller effect with that dude who is cooking. What? The Rock. Oh. Him and, oh, him yeah. I, d- I did see that happening. I mean, this just, you they know. They are on a writer's strike. It could happen. <sighs> that could. doesn't count as a pick, by the way, Noah. Sorry to float your boat. He's going to come on the next podcast and be like, I was robbed. <laughs> It really is. It really is sad about the whole Roman thing because it is because of the fact that they've booked themselves into the we have to have Cody take the belt off of Roman at WrestleMania. Yep. You built a secondary belt just to not use it. Like, what? What's the point there with any of it? You didn't. You didn't split the belts. You didn't do anything. Y'all suck. This is garbage. It. And like, you can save it. Like we we were talking about a few weeks ago, like doing something with Survivor Series and like. Roman and all the bad guys versus like Jay and Jimmy reunite to build a team or whatever, and they get their win there, and it's hip hip hooray. But like, come, on. I mean, there's it's just and it's it's again, it's so nauseating to have to deal with all this nonsense. Where every time he steps out, Michael Cole says, "Time to say the number of days he has cheated to hold this belt." He's so dominant because he has a hundred and fifty people. Anyway, um, I'm done. Well, man, Cooper, I mean. I when I heard you say, I was like, please pick Seth, please pick Seth. <laughs> I was like, I need one because I'm like, I refuse to change my picks. I think they're right. Yeah. I that think is- finally, hey, the good thing is, is at least if we tie. I know I'm heading in the right direction again for picks, and that'll right. make me feel better. I will admit I was trying to game the system. Just that's wait. why I picked Seth because that's the only way I have a chance of catching yeah, you guys. Is, that is, if you lose one you, and you get that one right, you get the other. That, that's what that's, I was going to say. That's well, why all, I picked Seth. First of all. This particular show is not conducive to divergent picks, I don't think. No. Yeah, like, I would agree. So many of these are the only one that like I shot. really like 
Seth maybe Seth and Finn obviously, and then really the only one I really think is a toss up is the women's match because mm-hmm. who should win is Oscar. It's our first defense. The way they've been setting up Charlotte Beck um, Belair is that like they're like almost in like a blood feud against each other. And I think that's why Oscar is going to pick the scraps here, mm-hmm. but it is very hard to ever bet against Charlotte Flair. Mm. Like it's gotta be pretty obvious because yeah, Charlotte, there's just always, like, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Charlotte's just going to stat pad. And I agree in that statement. And so that's why I'm a little worried. Like I, I thought you might've picked Charlotte there and I'm like, well, that's going to screw me over. Cause you're, Charlotte's going to win. I mean, if I, if I was going to change any of them, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, at this point, I, I just think that, one, Oscar feels so separated from Charlotte and Bianca. That like it point. makes sense for her to hold, and especially like her. Imagine her winning, picking the scraps, and then like Io coming out. Yeah, like, that's what Eo. I think might might end up happening is they'll lead into an Oscar Io program and have Charlotte and Bianca do their own thing. That's the smart decision, right? But uh, we'll so, see but what happens. WWE is not very smart very often, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Well, with that being said, I think it's about time. To hit that outro, if I can find it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. This has been it for me, Cooper, Alex, and Noah in the spirit realm. But we will be back next week for another fun week of wrestling talk. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at by Logan Hurston. Alex? You can follow me at, at Logan. Or no... <laughs> At Alex Houston. I totally zoned out on that on one. X? Um, you can follow you at Logan? Oh, yeah. On on X. Not even on Twitter. It's on X. Uh, so excited to be back for next week and see if I can somehow win these belts. Um, you can follow Noah on Twitter at Noah underscore Phillips before. I'm sure he'll have a bunch of tweets about the show. Being angry that his soundbite wasn't in. And Cooper, you don't have a Twitter, but you have any lasting words? To quote the uh, greatest manager of all time, Paul Heyman, I'm the greatest WWE GL champion of all time. <laughs> will be after SummerSlam as well. What about Logan Hurston? Let's let's calm down, <laughs> right? bro. When he, I, we gotta mention that real quick. This man said, "Oh, what about uh, what about Bobby Brain Heenan? He's dead. <laughs> Screw him." What, what about what he said about truly, Jimmy? Truly Jimmy, Jimmy Hart carrying on uh, Bobby Heenan's legacy in the most accurate way possible. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You can find us on your podcast player of choice. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye. And good night. Bang!